Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning this week a beautiful Chassidic discourse from the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called Isha Kisazria, when a woman conceives. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse in Shabbos Parshas Hazria, which was that year, was Rishchoi Desh Nisan, the first day of the month of Nisan, in the year Tavshin Chavhei, 57 years ago. The Rebbe went on to certify this Chassidic discourse in honor of Beis Nisan, the second day of the month of Nisan, which is the anniversary of the passing of the Rebbe Rashab, the fifth Chabad Rebbe, in the year Tavshin Memtes, 33 years ago. So again, the Chassidic discourse is based on the verse where the Torah says, Isha Kisazriya Yolda Zachar, when a woman conceives and she gives birth to a male. So the Rebbe brings, it's known what, 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 what's brought down in Chazal, that when a woman conceives first, so then you have what, 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 what's born as a, as a male child, a, a boy. On the other hand, when the male conceives first, then you give birth to a female. Now the Alta Rebbe, in Likutei Torah's classical works on the Torah portion of Hasidic works, he brings a teaching from the philosophers. And the philosophers explain what's the reason why. That when a woman conceives, she gives birth to a male, to a boy. And, he, and the philosophers explain as follows. Because when a woman conceives first, for first, so what happens afterwards? And the male seed comes afterwards. And there's a rule that Elah Govar, the, the, the seed that comes afterwards, so it's higher, so, and that's, it has more strength, and that's why you, you give birth to, to the, to the male offspring. So the Altarba says that this insight is very, very hard to comprehend, or hard to agree that, that, that's the correct insight. Why? Because what is a simple meaning? That when a woman conceives, she gives first, she gives birth to a male. The philosopher is saying, where's the, where's the male and where's the boy coming from? From the male, from the male seed. But that's not what it says. It says clearly that the coming from the woman, not from the man that's coming after the woman. So the author obviously disagrees with this idea. Now, but the fact is, nevertheless, even though he disagrees with it, he brings it in his Hasidic works of the Kutatoiro. That, the, that the, the, the male birth is coming from the male seed which comes after the woman. And not only that, he actually brings it as the first. And he says it's not, it's not the correct one. He gives a sec, his second opinion. That's actually coming from the female seed. But he brings it. And he brings it first. Why is that? Jeremy explains, because generally speaking, when you're talking about, um, whatever's in the Torah, there's pshat, a simple understanding, and there's a spiritual understanding. So generally speaking, you have the, the simple idea of the man and the woman, the seed, and who's giving birth. But, gen, but on a spiritual level, we know that ish ve'isha, man and woman, male and female, on a spiritual level, who is that referring to? It's referring to Hashem and the Jewish people. That Hashem is called an ish, the male energy, and the Jewish people is the ish or the female energy. Now, we know, the Rebbe says, there's, there's, there's um, the concept in Kabbalah called Isarusa de la Eila, and there's something which is called Isarusa de la Tata. What does that mean? Isarusa means an awakening. Delayla means from on high. Isarusa de la Tata means an awakening from below. In other words, when you get something as a gift from Hashem, without doing anything, that's Isarusa de la When you put in the work, that's called Isarusa de la Tata, you're putting in the effort. And in each one, there's a benefit. It's not that one is bad and one is good. They're both good. But they each have something unique. What's, what, what does that mean? That the uniqueness 
and the quality and the and the pro of Isarusalatata when you put in the effort, when we put in the effort, then we draw energy comes from the light of Hashem, but it comes from the premius from the internal part of the light. On the other hand, when you have Isrusalayla, when we're gift from Hashem, so it's obviously coming from a much higher place, but it's only coming from the chitzonis, from the external part. And it's coming from a place you couldn't reach. So now let's recap, because this is going to be the whole of the discourse going to be based on this idea of There's something again which is called which means we put in the work, we pray, we study, we meditate, we struggle, we go through challenges. And because we're putting in the work, we connect not to a very high light, but the light that we're connecting, we're connecting in an internal way. We're connecting in a previous way because we're putting ourselves into it. We're totally invested. On the other hand, this Rusal when Hashem gives you all these gifts, so you're getting from a much higher place, which you could not achieve on your own. But on the other hand, it's only chitzonius. It's never really in, from the internal part. Because again, because there's no there's a lacking the effort. So based on this, the Rebbe explains this is where you have the source of the two insights that of when a woman conceives first, so she gives birth to a male. In other words, according to the philosophers, so the woman conceives first, and then because then afterwards the male she comes. And as we do our avoider, then Hashem gives us, so to speak, a gift on, on high. So that's the source. Of the idea of a susulela, which means that the, the male that's born comes. Yet yeah, the woman did the effort, so susulatata. But what 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 happened afterwards? It was susulela. There was an awakening from on high. So because it's coming from on high, that's why you have the giving birth of the male. But according to the the second insight, the author brings is that the actual birth of the males coming no, not from the susul ela from from the from on high. It's actually coming from the avoida of the woman giving birth, coming of Knesset Yisrael doing our work. So that represents the avoid of Tata, our work, our effort. And therefore, therefore the author brings also the first insight of the philosophers, because on a spiritual level, it's, it's, it's representing the idea of Yisrusalayla, where it's coming from a gift from on high. Even though in a physical sense it's not the way we rule, we rule it actually is coming actually from the woman. But because the reason why Doctor brings it is because he wants to bring out the the, the benefit and the quality of Susha Layla. So now let's recap before we go further into this. What Doctor was saying is like this: There's something which, call, which is called the Susha that we put in our effort. Now we get to the premium side, the internal part of the light. There's a Susha which means it's a gift from Hashem. It's a much higher level which we cannot reach, but it's a gift, but it's only Chitonia. So based on this, the author explains, the author explains why the author brings both, both insights. Because the idea of, um, that a woman gets conceives, and that, and then afterwards the male conceives, and that causes the, 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 the son to be born, that's representing the idea of Jesus Layla. On the other hand, the, 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 what, what we actually hold by, and the, the, what the author explains is it's actually coming from the female, is to bring out the avoida, the power of Jesus Latata, when we do our work. And Rebbe says we can add as follows that Parshas Tazria we read many many years including this one in the month of Nisan now what is we know every single month has a spiritual energy what is the spiritual energy of the month of Nisan the spiritual energy of the month of Nisan is called the Surah it's a gift from Hashem Hashem took us out of Egypt it's not our work Hashem is 
gave us a gift. He took us out of Egypt. So the month of Nisan is represented by what? Isurus Lela. And that's why the Altar actually brings that the giving birth of the male son is coming from who? Coming from it's initiated by the, the by the woman, but it's ultimately coming from the power and the energy of the of the of the male energy. And he brings that first before he brings a second insight. Because why? Because since we're in the month of Nisan, and the month of Nisan it's all about the Avoida, the, the gift from Srusal uh, the gift from on high. So that that's the connection, that's why he brings it which connected to the month. Now, but the fact is, what's the end resolution is? That the male is not coming because of the, of the, of the, of the male that came afterwards, but it's actually coming from the female, which is represented by Why is that? Why, why is that the end? And Rebbe explains very simple. Because after Hashem gave, till Hashem gave us the Torah, yes, was gift, everything was a gift from Hashem. But after Hashem gave us the Torah, and we learn, and we study, and we meditate, and we do our Avodah. So even the month of Nisan, which inherently it's all about a gift from Hashem. We went out of Egypt, Hashem took us out of Egypt. But even in the month of Nisan, you do have the Avodah Sa'adam. We do our work. It's through Slotata, we do our Avodah also in the month of Nisan. So even though, in the, so they're saying the month of Nisan, until Martin Terry was exclusively a gift from Hashem. It's through Slotatah. After Martin Torah, the month of Nisan also has the component of Yisrus Lodata. And the Rebbe says, we see it also from the classic Hasidic discourse from the Rebbe Rashab, as we mentioned, it's his, it's his anniversary of his passing, in a Hasidic discourse called the Chodesh Zelachem, in the year Tafrei Shamach Vav. So he says over there, he asks this question. He says, why do we need to have to do our work, why do we have to do Yisrus Lodata? Why do we have to struggle? Why do we have to put the effort... What's the reason? What's the, what's what, what what's wrong with the fact? What's wrong with we we would have love and all from Hashem? When Hashem gives us from high. It's and it's a much higher level. You know, who needs who needs to do the work? Hashem can give us the inspiration to love Him, to be in awe of Him, and it's actually a much higher level. So why do we have to do the work? In other words, never like this. That's what that's what Hashem asks. That's the question he asks. In, when, where does he ask it? He asks it in the Hasidic discourse of a Chodesh Zelachem, in the, which is in the, which is in the month of Nisan, which is represented by Yisus Leila. In other words, this that he asks, what is the reason for doing for us doing our work? Yisus Lotata putting in the effort. Notice, even though in many many Hasidic discourses it explains clearly the quality of Yisus Lotata. And as we, the avoid of we're doing our work, we get the premium oil, it's more real, it's more, we own it, it's more, we more connect to it. So why does he even ask the question? Like, what's his question? Why do we have to do the work? We know why we do the work, because we're connected on a much deeper level. And the reason why he's asking a question is because in this Hasidic discourse, which is referring to the month of Nisan, what does he speak about? He speaks about the, the, the quality of a social Eila. That it's a gift from on high, it's a much higher level. So therefore, because we're so engrossed in the month of Nisan, where it's all about a gift from Hashem, so you can say, so why do why why put the work in if we're seeing the quality of it? That's why he asked the question. But the fact is, nevertheless, the fact that he asked what's the reason to put the effort, and it's it's a question. So and where does he ask in this specific discourse in the month of Nisan? So it's understood that even in the month of Nisan, even though it's all about a gift from Hashem, Israus Leila. Uh, <clears throat> but the fact is, what's what's the end ruling is that there is a, 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 a superiority and a quality in doing the avoid by yourself. 
even compared to the Ava and Yira that we get as a gift from Hashem. We all have a love for Hashem, an innate love for Hashem, an innate offer for Hashem. But the fact is, even in the month of Nisan, where the power is all about Gilim and Maila, it's all about the high levels we can reach because Hashem is giving us a gift. But nevertheless, even in the month of Nisan, you see that you have the quality of doing our work. And not only that, take it a step further, that this idea of doing our work, that's the main quality. And that's why the the end, the ultimate finishes off from Kut Torah, that where does the where does the male come from? Where does the boy come from? He actually comes not from the male seed that comes after it actually comes from the woman, which means it's represented a void of koyachatzmoy, a void of Because ultimately, really, where is it all at? It's really all at and Because even though that's a higher level isus leila, but a void of is much deeper and much stronger. And Rebbe's going to explain it even on a deeper level. Rebbe explains as follows: <clears throat> What is the uh, what is the quality of a srusa it means it's an awakening from on high. It's a gift from Hashem. And as it comes on its own. In other words, because it's coming from a place that as hard as you work, as hard as you pray and you study and you meditate and you struggle and you go through a challenge and you're still holding on. You're, I mean, you're strong, rock solid. But the fact is, you're only going to reach so high. You can't go higher. With our strength, yeah, it's going to be real. It's going to be internalized. But we, we, we can't go any higher. <clears throat> On the other hand, the gift that's coming from Hashem is coming from a place which, which says in the, in the prophets that Hashem created the world and maintains the world and gives us. Why? So it says, Ki Hashem desires to do chesed. So in other words, where does it come from? It comes from a place which is called Ki We cannot reach that level. We can reach our avoidah. So the quality of uh, and the and the superiority of a sussel is because it comes from a level called Kikafit's Chesed, Hashem has a desire to do chesed. And because Hashem has desire to do chesed, he created us, he maintains the world, and he gives us all the blessings. Isusalela. We don't have to do anything for it. That comes from Isusalela. So again, to recap, Isusalela comes from where? Kikafit's Chesed. Now, the Rebbe said it's known. <clears throat> where it says in the Medrash as follows. When Hashem decided to create the world, so, like, what was he thinking? So Medrash says, He was thinking about the souls of the tzaddikim, the righteous people, and everybody says, Everyone's a tzaddik. Everybody's a tzaddik. So Hashem was thinking about the people. As he coins a tzaddikim, but everyone's a tzaddik. In other words, what does that mean Hashem was thinking about the people? This that Hashem had an, an awakening, so to speak. Because he was coughing, you know, he wants to do good. Why did Hashem want to do good? You know, we said the Susul Tata comes from Kichafit's but why did he want to do good? He wanted to do good because all of the in his in a higher level, in his thought, and those his internal thought, his essential thought. Which is higher than the a revelation of Chafetz Chesed. As we know in the Sfirot, in the Sfirot, the Ten Sfirot, Chesed is one of the Sfirot. It's one of the, one of the ways you express yourself. You're kind, but Machshava thought is much higher. So, the source of Isrus de Leila comes from where Kichafetz Chesed, one of the Sfirot. But where is this? Where do we come from? 
we come from the machshava, from the thought of Hashem, that eventually we are going to be born, we're going to become in this world, and we're going to go ahead and learn Torah and do mitzvahs, and we're going to make a dwelling place for Hashem down in this world. So in other words, what is the source of our avoidah? Praying, studying, doing mitzvot, making this world a dwelling place of Hashem, comes from a higher place, King Chafetz Chesu, it comes from the, from the machshava of Hashem. Now, so again, let's make sure we have the picture clear. Isarusa de la which is technically higher, comes from where Kichafiz Chesed. Ara Voida, learning Torah, doing Mitzvah time. what's the source of that? The Machshava, which is much higher of Hashem. Now, when Hashem decided Kichafiz Chesed, so what's the expression, what's the revelation of Kichafiz Chesed, that. <coughs> How does that get awakened? That got awakened from the avoida that we do. So then what happens is, in the Chafetz Chesed gets upgraded on a much higher level. A much higher level, because now it's being infused from the Machshav of Hashem. So in other words, like this. There is this Rusul Ela, Shem decides he's doing kindness. Where is that coming from? Kichafitz Chesedu. Ara Voida, when we learn, study, pray, do mitzvahs, where is that coming from? Machshav of Hashem. When we go ahead and do our Voida, Yisrusul Tata, so Kichafitz Chesedu actually gets upgraded where to the Machshava. So based on this, Rebbe explains very powerfully, he says like this This that we say in the month of Nisan, and the month of Nisan, the natural energy in the month of Nisan is Kichafetz Chesedu. Hashem decided to take us out of Egypt. What do we read in in the month of Nisan? Isha Kisazria Viyolda Zachar. Isha Kisazria, what we just learned from before the altar taught us, not like the philosophers that's coming from the Zachar, it's just Leila. No, it's the Isha Kisazria. It's the Isarusal Tata, it's our work. Which means it's bringing out the power of doing Aravaida. Why is that? It's Kichafetz Chesedu. It's the month of Nisan. Why are you bringing out Kitzasriya? Our our Isusul Tata. Why? Because the ultimate re- elevation and the drawing down the energy energy of of and of Kichafetz Chesedu Isusul which seemingly is higher. You know when that you know when that comes out much more powerful when it comes through our avoda. In other words, like this. Let's recap. You have Isrusul Eila, which comes from a very, very high place, called Kichafitz Chesed. Isrusul Tata comes from where? Machshav of Hashem. So Hashem just goes ahead and just gives us things. Great, it's wonderful. Where's it coming? Kichafitz Chesed. We do our Avoidah. We're reaching a higher level of Machshav of Hashem. This is what Hashem wanted. After we reach that level, so the Chafitz Chesed gets elevated to a much higher level. And that's why even though the month of Nisan is all about Yisus Leila, Hashem took us out of Egypt, but when we do our avoidah, Yisra Kitzah is real, when we do our avoidah in the month of Nisan, the Yisus the, the Leila is an upgraded Yisus Leila. It's not just Yisus Leila, it comes after the Yisus Leila is much greater. So another like this, Yisus Leila is much higher. Yisus Leila is much deeper. 
But when we do our Avodah Latata, and then Hashem gives us Leila, then the Yisus Leila comes, it's higher, but it's also coming from a deeper place. That's the magic pill. The magic pill is that when the Yisus Latata, when we do our work, inspires the gift from Hashem. Because again, so so far we learn three levels. There's the gift from Hashem. It's amazing. It's, it's very high level. It's not internalized. We do our work, so it's internalized. It's not a high level. But when we do our work, and it's internalized, and inspires the smusalela, that's the magic. Because we're getting a gift from a high place, which is coming actually because of our work, from even a higher place. Now, <clears throat> this idea that we're using the analogy of a woman that conceives and gives birth, which is which. What does that mean on a spiritual level? It's referring to the avoid of Tata, doing our work. Is also also go, go drives well with the insight of the philosophers that when the woman does her work, knows when we do our avodah. So what happens then is the the what, what comes afterwards zusalela. Of, goes which we said is Ilah Gavar also also is in line with that. Why is that? And I was like this: according to this insight of the philosophers, that when a woman conceives, which referring to Susla Tata, which causes the Susla <clears throat> So that means like this: when we do our work, so we inspire Hashem to do Susla that's just like what the philosophers are saying. When when we do our work, so that inspires Vusalela, which comes which comes down to this world. Now, according to the inside of the Alter Rebbe that explains that the male comes directly from the from the woman, which means it, it comes from Isha which means Ari Susalata causes it to happen. So it's not that it inspires but literally it means that when we do our work, from there itself is much higher and much deeper. <clears throat> In other words, what Rebbe is saying is a very, very fine point. When we do, when we do our avoida, so according to the philosophy, we do our avoida, and that inspires Rusalela. What is the author of saying? No, when we do our work, Ari Sarusla Tata is a much deeper, is much deeper. And then he explains like this. And basically he explains the flow in the two insights. In other words, this that he brings first the philosophers, that the energy is coming from the Srusla, even though at the end, Dr. rules that's actually coming from the Srusla Tata itself, because the beginning of the work is that by doing our avoida, we awaken Isusalela, and which is obviously much higher. It's a higher of it's much higher. But afterwards, what comes afterwards? We actually see the real value in just doing our work. In other words, before Dr. is going to explain it, let me first say what he's saying. What he's saying is like this. So far we learned three, now he's introducing a whole deeper fourth level. So far we learned is as follows. There's a Tata. You do our work. What is that? That is called premius oi. We drew on the internal eye because we're doing the effort. So it's internalized, but it's not as high. There's a de la'ela, which means it's a very high level, but it's not internalized. 
then there's when we do our avoidah, we do our work, and that inspires Yisrus the Leila. So now you have like the magic pill, so to speak, where where it's our avoidah, it's a gift from Hashem, and you have the high level and you have the effort. So that really is in line with the way the philosophers explain it. That the Yisrus Lotata inspires Yisrus the Leila. Over here, what I'm saying is even a step deeper. When we do our avoidah, that's good. It doesn't have to inspire us to Layla. Literally, by doing our avoidah, we actually reach the highest level. Not that it causes something else to happen. What does that mean? Rebbe explains it as follows. Rebbe is going to explain this fourth level, so to speak, based on the altar assessment of the Torah as follows. That's the third level in Yisrael which means a gift from Hashem, which is called a matana. And literally, matana means a gift. 100% a gift. In other words, this gift of Yisrus Delayla, this gift, it comes from a place that we cannot, we cannot reach it. It's 100% a gift from Hashem. But, in, so, but if it's a gift, so what are we doing our part? So it's true it's a gift and we can't reach there. But in order for this revelation of this gift, you have to do your work first. And the complete work. The work of Yisrus Delayla. And as we do our avoida of Yisrus Latata that awakens the Yisrus Lelayla, that awakens from Hashem, and then we have the ultimate gift. So in other words, Dr. was saying as follows, on the fourth level, we do our avoida, and by doing our avoida, we get the highest level of the gift. And the gift is something we can't achieve it, but it comes, so we, on one hand, we can't achieve it, but it comes by doing our avoida. So it's not a it's not a it's not a direct result, but it's an automatic result almost. In other words, they're explaining like this. What he, what the author is saying is that when we do something which is called the susal tata, means we pray and we study, we do mitzvahs, and we just do it because we're doing putting in our effort. Then all of a sudden, Hashem gives us this gift, which we cannot achieve. The gift we can't ask for it, but when we do our work. That gift happens. Shabbat so ask one second. One second. We know that the reason why Hashem created the world was Nisava Kadesh Baruch Hu, Hashem had a desire to make a dear B'tachtoinim, to make a dwelling place for Hashem we're in this, in this world. What does that mean B'tachtoinim? The intent of Hashem creating the world was Hashem wanted to create a world where Hashem should be concealed. And what we see and what we feel is not God and godliness. Tachtoin is concealment of Hashem. But in the concealment, we pray, we study, we do mitzvot, we bring the light of Hashem. That's the whole intent. How do we make the dear b'tachtoinim? It happens through avoid us adam when we do the work. Because if it's automatic, then it's not dear b'tachtoinim. If it happens by itself, where's the tachtoinim? The, the idea is there should be tachtoin. Hashem is concealed. We don't see Him. We don't feel Him. We don't hear Him. But nevertheless... We pray, we study, we do mitzvahs, and when we do our work, guess what happens? You're fulfilling Hashem's dream. Now, so what, 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 what does that mean practically? That all the revelations, the highest revelations, even a revelation which is higher than that we can even connect to, because we cannot even connect it through our work. 
And literally to the Gilim, this is one of the powerful words that Rebbe uses, literally the Gilim of the Atmos, the essence of Hashem, come down through our work. On one hand, we can't reach the essence of Hashem, but when we do our work, we cause the greatest revelations, literally the essence of Hashem is revealed. That's the whole idea of the Rebbe When we do our work, we reach the level that even the, that we can never reach, but nevertheless, it, it, it gets revealed through our work. So the Rebbe says, one second. The whole idea of the Rebbe is that we, when we pray, we study, we do mitzvahs, in a place where Hashem is concealed, we draw down from a level that we can never even reach on our own. But through our avoida, through our work, we reach that level. So the Rebbe says, one second. How does that go in line with what Dr. Rebbe said before? That when we do our avoida, we do our work, we only reach the level that our avoider can reach. And the higher level is a gift. In other words, like this. On one hand, we're saying that you do your work and you'll reach a place that you can't even reach. On the other hand, you're saying, no, when you do your work, you're going to reach only where you can reach. And afterwards comes a gift from Hashem. Which, which one is correct? And Rebbe explains, and he says a powerful idea, and he says like this. <clears throat> On one hand, what we learn? That through our avoida, which is again called Isusulatata, avoida sa adam doing our work, we only can reach a level of light which has a connection with the world, and that comes from our work. So never said like this. Here's the key word. Isarusulatata. What does Isarusulatata mean? It's an awakening from below. What does that mean? So when we are below and we're disconnected, meaning to say it's like this. When we're living in this world, we look at it, you know, this is our world. Hashem is in high, we're down here, and Hashem is not really us. There's us and there's Hashem, and we're going to invite Hashem in to learn, to pray, to study, do mitzvahs, and as soon as the session is over, we're back to, back to who we are. So when a person behaves in a way that I'm a materialistic person, I'm a physical person, I'm living in this world, and now I'm going to have a, just have a meeting with whatever other, other things I do, now I'm going to meet God a little bit. I'll pray, I'll study, I'll do mitzvot. So what are you going to achieve? What, where are you going to connect to? You're going to connect to a place where you can connect to. Because your reality is down here. So yeah, you, you, it's a godly experience, a holy experience when you pray and you study and do mitzvot. But you're only going to reach wherever you're able to reach. Because you're really down here. That's one perspective. So from that perspective, how far are you going to reach? You're going to reach as far as you're able to. Why? Because I'm here, this is real, and I'm learning, I'm praying, I'm studying mitzvahs. You're only going to reach so far. But then the Rebbe says, no, no, there's a whole deeper level. The fact is, not that I'm down here. The power of Atmos, the essence of Hashem, is within each and every one of us. Who are we? Yes, the essence of Hashem is within each and every one of us. Like we, the Rebbe brought before from the Madras that said, they mean Nimlach. When Hashem decided He was going to create the world, who did He consult with? With the souls of righteous people. And Zerba said, Amik, we're all righteous. In other words, what's the source of our Avoidah? The source of us learning and praying and studying and doing mitzvahs comes from the thought of the essence of Hashem which is higher than any revelation in this world. Even the highest revelation, you're talking about the thought of Hashem. 
So from that level, when connected on that level, there's no higher and lower. Oh, on that level, the Jewish people and Hashem were all one. So once we're all one, then you connect the place. It's not like you connect the place higher. higher. We are higher. We are connect. We are part of the thought of Hashem. We are part of the thought. So that's so. Why do we have to do anything? And the answer is no. Yeah, we are. We are part of. We are part of the part of Hashem is within us. We're connected to the thought of Hashem. But the fact is, it's concealment. So how do you reveal that we are one with Hashem? That our source is in the thought of Hashem. That's when we do our work. That's when we do we We do our work, and then automatically we get the greatest revelation from the highest levels that we cannot achieve because that's who we really are. So, therefore, based on this, Rebbe explains very simple. The beginning of our avoidah, when we start doing our work, we're anchored in this world, before we realize that we're really part of one with Hashem. So what kind of connection? In the beginning of the avoidah, we get, we're connected to a light which has a relationship with the world. A place where Jerusalem Tata can reach. And as we start out, the avoidah, we think, listen, we're we. Hashem is Hashem. We, you know, we'll sit and learn a little bit, we'll pray a little, we'll study, we'll do mitzvot. So what are you going to connect to? You're going to connect to the part of Hashem that has a relationship with the world. But once you start learning, and you start praying, and you start studying, and you start seeing the light, and you realize, I'm not a, bringing Hashem as a guest here. Literally, Hashem is everything. We are in the thought of Hashem, and Hashem is part of us. Then, what happens? Our premius gets revealed. Who we really are. Who are we? We're part of Hashem. And then, we'll get, then what gets revealed? The, 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 the nachas ruach. The, 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 the pleasure and the enjoyment that Hashem has in doing our, when we do our work. What gets revealed is not just with we're, we're studying and we get revealed. This is what Hashem wanted. This is what Hashem dreamed of. This is what Hashem was looking for. This is the real pr- 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 pleasure Hashem gets. As the expression is Nachas Ruach Lefanei Shamarti Vinasiritsoini. Hashem says, "Wow, it's such a pleasing fragrance." I said to do this, and you're doing it. And when Hashem has this Nachas Ruach, he's 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 proud, and he has this pleasure that we're doing the will of Hashem. Where do we reach? We reach the atmos, the essence of Hashem. Nachas ruach lefonai. We're getting literally connected to the deepest part of Hashem. And when we do our avoid on that level, what kind of light do we draw into the world? A light which is even above the, any connection to the world. And up to the point that we draw, we, drew, we draw in literally the essence of Hashem. <clears throat> so another like this. Let, let's just recap what they're saying here. It's very deep. And they're saying as follows. There's the avoidah. We do our avoidah. So we feel like, again, we're we. Hashem is Hashem. We sit down and learn with Hashem. We pray. We study. So what are you going to draw in? A light that's connected to the world. But once you realize deeper that we have Hashem part of us, and Hashem's original thought was for our avoidah, then there's no limit. We're literally bringing in the infinite part of Hashem into this world. So based on this, Rebbe explains beautifully the order of the two commentaries in Isha Kisasri of Yol the Zohar, that when a woman conceives, she gives birth to a male. 
In other words, in the beginning, which means in the beginning, before it's revealed the internal work that we have to do, in other words, the work of the Jewish people and drawing down the light is two different things. I'm me, I, I pray, I study, it's a work I do, and then I draw down light into this world. So therefore, when I draw that down, it's a light which has a relationship with the world. It's a powerful light, but it has a connection. In other words, the Sarus Tata reaches that level. What's the quality what's of, of our body? What's the point of doing our work? Because when we do our work, it causes for the Sarus the high level to come down to this world. And it causes that we should, we, now it should come down, it should come down in a previous way. And that's the, that's the first insight based on, on a Kabbalistic level, what the philosophers are saying, that where does the, the, the seed of the male come from? It ultimately comes from the Srusalela. But what happens once we get to that level and we realize that really, what is really our quality? Once it comes internalized. Really, who are we? We are the essence of Hashem is within us. Why? Because the Jewish people and Hashem are one. And everything that comes down into this world comes from our spiritual work. Not that the work is a cause for the cause for the light to come in. Literally, our work makes it happen. Which is the second insight of Isha's Kisazria. That literally it's from our avoida. That's what causes the, 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 the male energy to come forth. And the power and the quality of, of drawing in the male energy strictly from through avoid, through the avoida is we're able to bring in from a light which is even much higher than the world up to the point we can bring in the infinite light of Hashem we literally can bring in the atzmas, the essence of Hashem and Rebbe says you can connect this idea with the second day of Nisan what's the idea of the second day of Nisan? because we know there's a big debate when the world was cre- created was it created in the month of Tishrei or was it created in the month of, T- uh, of Nisan? in other words According to one opinion, the world was created in the month of Nisan, which means that man was created on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, and the world was created on the 25th day of the month of Adar. So therefore, <coughs> Shabbos, the first Shabbos, <coughs> was on the second day of the month of Nisan. Why? Because the world was created, according to this opinion that the world was created in the month of Nisan, so it physically was created in the 25th of the, of the hour. Man was created on the sixth day of creation, which is Rosh Chodesh, and Shabbos was actually based Nisan, according to that opinion. Now, but there's two opinions. So how, which one is correct? Was the world created in the month of Nisan, the month of Tishrei? And the answer, what the, what the, what the um, end resolution is, to, and we know that there's a concept in Judaism, all opinions are correct. So how do you say what's correct? Was it, be, was it, was it created in Tishrei or Nisan? And the answer is no. That um, the actual creation of the world, 100% was the month of Tishrei. Which means it was the creation was on the 25th day of the month of Elul. Man was created in Rosh Chodesh, etc. On, that's in, in reality. But in the thought... And Hashem's original thought to create the world, that was in the month of Nisan. So the thought to create the world was on the 25th day of Adar, 
And therefore the actual creation was on the 25th day of the month of Elul. The thought to create man, man was on, on Rosh Chodesh Tishrei. And the actual, uh, 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 the thought was uh, in Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And the actual creation was on the month of Tishrei. So based on the survey explains beautifully and he says like this. The creation of the world that Hashem created when? In the month of Tishrei. Where did that come from? That came from, like we learned before, the revelation of Chafetz Chesedhu. It's coming from Chesed. From an emotion. Chafetz Chesedhu. That's where the energy comes from, the creation, the actual creation of the world. But in the month of Nisan, that was the thought to create the world. That's just like we learned before, that the, the thought comes from the level of Bemi Nimlach, Hashem's thought to, cre- to create the world. In other words, the, the, the intent and the purpose of creation that did not come down in creation. So in other words, like this, you have like this, you have the thought to create the world was in the month of Nisan, which is a much higher level, and that did not get revealed. And then you have the actual creation, which comes from Kichafetz Chesed. On Shabbos, not in this year, but in that year, Shabbos, which is based Nisan, the second day of the month of Nisan. So on, on Shabbos, which is based Nisan, that's when the Hashem finished the ultimate of his thought. And just, to, just to recap, what they're saying is like this. The creation of the world happened when? In the month of Tishrei. The technical creation was on the 25th day of Elul. The creation of the world, the man was on the, on the first day of Tishrei, and Shabbat was on the second day of Tishrei. <coughs> The, the thought for creating the world was the 25th day of Adar. The, the thought to create man was when? On the Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And, um, and Shabbos of creation in the level of thought is the second day of Nisan. So Rebbe says he'd like to connect this idea to the idea of the second day of Nisan, which as we mentioned is the anniversary of the passing of the Rebbe Rashab, the fifth Chabad Rebbe. And it's also the day since he passed away that his, 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 um, his son, his only son, the Friedrich Rebbe, took over leadership, and he became the the you know the the, the Hasidic uh, leader. Why is that? Why did they both happen on the, on the second day of the, on the month of Nisan? Because the intent and the ultimate reason for creation is why does Hashem create the world? That literally in the world there should be the revelation of the infinite light of Hashem in Hebrew, Gili Oyrin Saif, the infinite light should be revealed. And what level of the infinite light of Hashem? Not the level of light which has a relationship with the world. It should be a level of light which is much higher than that can be felt in the world. That should also be felt in the world. Now, how do we bring in the infinite light, which is much higher than the world, to be felt in the world? How does that happen in reality? How does that get revealed? That happens by learning and spreading chassidus, like we're doing right now, by learning and spreading chassidus. We're drawing into this world a light which is even much higher than the world. Because the fact is, when you learn Primius Atayra, when you learn Chassidus, when you learn Kabbalah, it's even much harder, higher than the revealed part of the Torah. It's called the secrets of the Torah. And when a person learns Primius Atayra, Chassidus, and you learn it, and you understand it, and you comprehend it, and especially when you share it all over the world, and literally all over the world, and thank God, you know, to YouTube and the internet, we're able to literally teach Torah all over the world. So what happens is we're actually able to draw down what type of light? A light which is much higher than, than being connected to the world. Up to the point that we're able to draw down the essence of the light, which is higher than the part that can even be revealed. And that part gets revealed in the world. The ultimate goal is that this powerful light should be in the world. 
And this Rebbe explains, this is the connection with Beis Nisan, which is basically the first Shabbos of the Hashem creating the world on the level of thought. And that's the ultimate of his thought, because he finally finished the whole creation in thought. And that's the connection with the, with the, with the anniversary of the passing of the Rebbe Rashab and his son that took over the Predic Rebbe leadership of Beis Nisan, because by learning the Chassidus of the Rebbe Rashab, and the Rebbe Rashab was known that he was the Maimonides of Torah Chassidus. In other words, he explained things in a very, very clear way and a very, very organized way. And also that Rebbe Rashab is one that established the, the, the Chabad school system of Torah Chassidus. And it started a whole new level in spreading Chassidus all over the world. And afterwards, the Friedrich Rebbe took over and the, the spreading of Chassidus was even greater and even stronger. And that's the ultimate of spreading the wellsprings of the infinite light of Hashem, which is not possible to be in the world, to be in the world. And by doing that, this creates a preparation and a vessel for the coming of the ultimate master, which is referring to Mashiach. Because when Mashiach comes, that's when what's going to be completed and going to be fulfilled, the dream of Hashem of dear Betachtoinim, to have a dwelling place down here in this world, literally. And down in this world. So you see, there's such a powerful Hasidic discourse because it really, really shows us that by doing our avoidah, which means realizing that in Hashem's thought was the thought of us, and we are part of Asmus. When we do our avoidah, we connect to the highest level. And by connecting to the highest level, we bring down the most powerful energies in this world. And like the Rebbe says, hopefully we'll all merit to have the greatest revelation with Mashiach Tzitkenu. And then we will fulfill Hashem's dream of Nesava, Kadesh Baruch Hu, Liyas, Lois, Baruch, Der, Like the Rebbe said, should happen, the Karayv Mamish. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.